Are you ready? Are you ready? It's time for high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI and online at WBBI.com. I'm ready. High school basketball is brought to you by Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers, Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grit. By M.J. Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Ready? Let's go. Let's go live to high school basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. And online at WBVI.com. to Elmwood High School, your site for today's action in high school basketball. Tonight we have a BBC matchup, the Elmwood Royals taking on the McComb Panthers. Both teams have had their struggles so far this season. McComb 2-7, Elmwood 1-7, but Elmwood played very tough last Friday night against Liberty Benson. This is BBC Basketball and Class Kids 96.7 WBBI online through WBBI.com along with WFOB tonight as well after the Eastwood and Fostoria game had to be canceled due to the winter weather. And Matt, two teams, each trying to get their seasons going into the positive direction here as we start and continue in 2024. What are some of the things you're looking to see here tonight? Good evening, Lance. Uh, this uh, game has all the statistically has all the makings for a great game tonight. Uh, you know, both these teams are very evenly matched. If you look at the stats of the Blanchard Valley Conference, Elmwood and Macomb are very close in all categories. Elmwood sitting at sixth in the varsity conference standings along with eighth for Macomb. Macomb looking for their first BBC win in the conference tonight, overall two and seven. You start looking at some of the statistics tonight, Scoring offense, Elmwood at fifth and McComb in sixth spot, you know, 48% for Elmwood, 46 for McComb. Field goal percentage, you know, they're fourth and seventh. Again, just a couple points separating them, three-point field goals. Elmwood back a little bit higher up than McComb, fourth in the league, seventh for McComb. Three free throw shooting percentages, McComb 57, Elmwood 50%. You know, it looks like a pretty tight, comp, pretty tight matchup tonight in my prediction. Uh, I haven't seen McComb play this year. We saw him last year, my first taste this year, and my first uh, viewing of Elmwood. So, uh, packed house tonight for Elmwood. They had their fall, a winter homecoming presentation tonight, and that was a very nice presentation. They got a nice band here tonight, nice loud band. Place is packed uh, for the Elmwood side. Plenty of room on the McComb side. So, um, it, it, it seems that this should be a really, really good game. Lance, that's all I got, man. I'm, I'm thinking that I want to. I want to do also say that the gymnasium is covered with sports champion banners, and I mean tons of them. So obviously they have a lot of great athletic programs here at Elmwood School District. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick time. I'll come back starting line. It's opening tip here from Elmwood. You're listening to BBC Basketball and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI and WFOB. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. 
Keeping up with maintaining your well or filling your cistern can be costly and no one likes the taste of sulfur water. That's why the Northwestern Water and Sewer District supports our rural communities by offering safe, clean, affordable water at our watershed locations. Watershed water goes through a nine-step water purification process and tastes great. Bring a one or five gallon container and fill up for just a quarter a gallon. Try our watershed water today. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components so no matter what mother nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no obligation quote today. Summer sale down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first year complimentary maintenance. Our Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172 point inspection and seven year 100,000 mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. A brand new year is here. It's time to make your dream of new wheels a reality. The weather may be chilly, but the deals are hot at Warner Economy Corner at the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard. Talk to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and they'll make you a great deal on quality used vehicles. A new set of wheels, hot deals and great customer service are waiting for you at Warner Economy Corner. Deals on wheels happen every day, Monday through Saturday. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. FBR here from Elmwood, your site for tonight's action. BBC Basketball Classic, it's 96.7 WBBI. Along with ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM on both WFB and WBBI here tonight. Elmwood taking on Macomb in. Some BBC action, Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown for today's contest. And Matt, you said you had some other things you were raring to uh, get to on the mic, so here, here well, you go. I don't know, I'm just 
they have five, McComb Panthers have five seniors. One of them, 86% free throw. That's a really, really great percentage there. So five seniors tonight, Holman, Whitmore, Downing, Weaver. Is Weaver going to play? Is he hurt? That is what I'm attempting to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I'm thinking he might be hurt tonight. And then Stutzman, the 5'10 senior. I mean, you look at their percentages. These kid, these young men can, can shoot the ball. Ooh, now lights out. We're doing something special here. Anyway, over at the other side, Elmwood Royals. Caden Lentz had point guard. He can he can play off on off the point guard onto the floor. He had 20 points against Liberty Benton. And then Owen Traxler, the freshman, the real deal, the son of the coach. He had 11 against LB the other night. 75% free throw shooter. One of the top free throw shooters in the BBC conference this year. So I'm kind of excited to see these two teams get it on and, and see what goes on. We currently have the Elmwood uh, starters being introduced as they uh, turn down the lights here at uh, Elmwood as Matt is calling for some people to move so we can see, see. Different, uh, different players that are being introduced as they all actually uh, run from the bench to the student section and then run and smack something up on the wall before they head over to uh, great McComb uh, head coach Redfield's along with the officials. It's pretty cool. Haven't seen this uh, before. Yeah, they're smacking something on the wall. They're smacking someone's jersey that's been retired and hung up on the wall. That's pretty cool. We gotta get this McComb bench out of our way so we can see who's gonna be these starters. Well, they'll announce them. And we'll figure that out when they get on the floor. But anyway. I can tell you the McComb starters. Okay. They, or I can tell you both starters, actually. Okay. So on the, on the McComb side, it will be Grady Schrader, the 5'9 sophomore, along with Aiden Ebright, the 5'9 junior. Parker Downing, the 5'11 senior, to go with Blake Whitmire. Mason Holman, your starting five. For McComb, head coach for them is Glenn Neals. On the Elmwood side, no surprises on there. Starting five, it'll be Zach Gross, the 5'9 junior. Owen Traxler, the 5'10 so freshman. Nathan Seedorf, the 6'3 sophomore, alongside Micah Oliver, the 6'2 senior, and Kane Lentz, the 6'4 senior here for Elmwood. Head coach for the Royals is Ty Traxler. Well, okay. Appreciate that, Lance. Thank you very much. And as I said, teams are pretty evenly matched. I think this should be a pretty good game. Um, so they're about ready to tip it off, and here we go. McComb will be wearing their road black uniforms with the white trim and the red numbers. Elmwood of their home white uniforms with the blue Elmwood and numbers as well. Looks like Caden Lentz, 6'4", senior, is going to jump it up. Lentz will win the jump ball. Elmwood will be attacking baskets coming, coming towards this end of the floor here from our position just at the one corner here of the floor here at Elmwood High School. Be up top for the Royals as they'll try to get over towards Micah Oliver. It'll be poked away as I'll actually say last touched by Elmwood. So it'll give it over to McComb just 15 seconds into this one still scoreless. Yeah, Michael Oliver just kind of lost the handle on that and kind of got away from him. McComb ball. 5-9 sophomore Grady Schrader will bring it across the timeline for McComb. So dribble it around near the volleyball line. He defended up top by Owen Traxler. Now he'll lose his dribble, enters it in the mid post area towards Downing. It'll be ripped away. Cade Lentz now taking it in transition for Elmwood as they'll get it towards Landry Seedorf in the corner. Now they'll get up top for Traxler. So drive inside, he'll get called for the double dribble. 
Give it back over to McCombs. Still scoreless, 7-18 to go first quarter. You think that's some of the calls, or that's some of the things that they should have worked out at this level. That's something that uh, by now we shouldn't be seeing the double dribble. But sometimes it happens. I think that the uh, Elmwood student section's uh, going to help them out a little bit tonight. I think that is very much going to be the case, as that is a very large That's student huge. section over on the other side of the wow. floor. It'll be Parker <laughs> Downing trying to get it down inside towards Mason Holm, and it'll end up being poked away. We'll stay with McComb on the baseline. Holman will inbound for McComb now. Wide open for the three, but too strong from Ebright. Rebounded by Cade Lentz now. Elmwood in transition all the way out now into the corner as it collides with the ref. Seedor's three comes up short. Rebounded now by Parker Downing. McComb back the other way. Still scoreless here. 6.45 to go first quarter. Good transition, but too bad he couldn't get, get it down in the bucket. Shot from Schrader. Too strong that time for McComb. Back over to Elmwood. 6.30 left to go here. Opening quarter. Still scoreless between McComb and Elmwood as Elmwood will set up their offense here in the half court. One Traxler has it near the volleyball line being defended up top by Grady. Schrader finds Lentz on the cut, lay it up, oh, and good. Lentz will put Elmwood on the board. Nice, good give and go there. Excellent job on using the glass. Elmwood the 2-0 lead, 6-10 to go. First quarter of action. Up top for McComb. So drive down inside. Now back up top to Schrader. Schrader looks to dribble left. He'll pull up from the wing. The three will not drop. Rebound is fought for it. Actually going to be grabbed by a McComb Panther under the basket as bringing that one in was Hayden Ebright. A little bit of confusion in the whole transitional play there. And Hayden Ebright to the line for McComb. Looking for their first points on the board in this one. It's 2 to nothing with 5.51 to go in the first quarter. The free throw will fall on in for Ebright. That will get McComb on the board. Now trailing 2-1, to 551 to go first quarter of action. Reminder days. First half is brought to you by NWO, serving you and your family in many locations, including Finley, Tiffin, and Bowling Green. Second free throw also will drop for Ebright as now he will be replaced by Brandon Stutzman, who will check in for McComb. And we're dealing with a little bit of pressure being applied by McComb into the full court. So they look to trap right as they get across half court. And because of that, Owen Traxer will end up traveling, gives it back over to McComb as we're all tied up 2-2, two to two, 5.39 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, the full court pressure... Definitely turn, made him turn him out, turn it over and uh, get possession back to McComb. It's good defense, causing a lot of havoc. Shuttle across half court now for McComb. He'll look to go down inside towards Downing. Downing finds Schrader down underneath and ends up having the pass stolen away. Owen Traxer takes it the other way for Elmwood. Seedorf looking to drive down inside, laying up and good in transition for Elmwood. They'll retake a 4-2 lead, 5-16 to go first quarter. That was excellent transition basketball by Seedorf right there, using the glass, getting the two. Okay. Now we'll look to set things up in the half court with Grady Schrader up near the top. We'll get it over towards Stutzman, right wing extended for the Panthers. 
He'll bring it back towards the wing. Wants to get it down into Mason Holman, who has it on the block. He's working down. He'll get double teamed. He'll try and get through the double team. He'll find Schrader. Schrader's shot will be blocked down underneath as it will stay with McComb under the basket. 4.47 to go. First quarter, 4-2, your score, Elmwood in front. Owen Traxler, nice job getting up off the floor. He had some good vertical leap there for that nice block. And Seedorf now will check in for Elmwood as he'll come in for Micah Oliver. McComb will throw it in from the baseline as they'll hand it up top to Schrader. Down inside Wittenmeyer, he'll pump fake. Now he'll try and force it up, doesn't get that one to go. Rebound's going to be hauled in by Cade Lentz. Now Elmwood looks to go the other direction. They lead 4-2, 4.33 to go in the first quarter. Lentz will pull up from the three, too strong that time. Rebounded Mason Holman. McComb now will look to go in the other direction. Holman in transition. Hero step up and good. Rubbing close for Mason Holman. Ties it up at fours with more 20 to go in the first quarter. Good transition really by both teams right now. Getting the ball up and down the floor. Elmwood looking to break the press and do so this time as they get into transition. Traxler down inside. Lentz gets that one to go through a little bit of contact from the left block. Elmwood retakes a 6-4 lead with four minutes to go in the first quarter. Smart basketball player, Caden Lentz, slashing to the bucket. Trader will cross the timeline, hand it to Mason home, and this time he'll set up the offense. He'll be defended up top by Andrew Traxler, so both Traxlers on the floor now for Elmwood. Holman pulls up the three. Nothing but the bottom that time from the wing for Mason Holman. McComb now back in front, 7-6. Andrew Traxler was trying to put a little heat on Mason Holman. Andrew Traxler will now launch the corner. Three, up and good for his first bucket of the season. Now Elmwood will retake a 9-7 lead with 3.25 to go to first. The junior's going to have a start off. Why not start off with a big baseline three? Nice shot. As Traxler is face guarding Mason Holman all the way down the floor. Now it'll be McComb setting things up as actually Andrew Traxler was hit the deck on the screen. Scrady Schrader has it now left wing. He'll look to drive inside. He'll go up. Doesn't get that one to go a little too strong down underneath. It'll be last touch by McComb. Give it back over to Elmwood. 3-0-4. Left to go first quarter. 9-7. Your score, Elmwood leading by two. A lot of bodies banging underneath. Don't hear a lot of whistles calling. Looks like the refs are going to, you know, give him a little leeway here early. Only one foul called on either team up to this point in the contest. Yep. And Traxler will bring it across the timeline this time for Elmwood as he almost falls as he collides as he tries to get over to the wing now. Lentz now has it up top for Elmwood. He'll end up now in Andrew Traxler's hands. He'll look to drive. Wittenmeyer pokes it away. Now he's out on the floor for it as Wittenmeyer is a little result in a jump ball, I believe. And yes, it will. Possession error will give it over to now McComb with 2.41 to go in quarter number one. Andrew Traxler had the right idea, Lance. Do a crossover and cut to the lane and try to go to the hole, but got poked away. Again, a lot of bodies falling to the floor. Brandon Stutzman will bring it up the floor this time for McComb. Trailing 9-7, 2.35 left to go. First quarter of action here on both WFOB and WBVI. Stutzman maintains his dribble now. He'll pick up his dribble on the wing. Up top now to Mason Holm, and he'll be hounded by Piper. Another step back three from Holm, and this time won't go. Rebounded inside, put back up and inside. That time by Boo Tooman for his first points of the game. Ties it up at 9-2.13 to, to go in the first quarter. Someone's going to need to box out the 6'4 senior Bo Tooman. Big man just jumps a little bit off the floor. He's now about eight feet. Did a great job with the, the ball that time getting off the glass. 
But Lentz has it on the right wing for Elmwood as they'll look to double team and blitz him. Owen tracks her down inside. He won't get a foul that time either as even Matt Brown can't Holy believe he doesn't get a foul. Tooman should have had a foul called on him. I don't blame the crowd to be upset at that no call. That's, That's right in front of us. That, that it was. Stutzman now will bring it across for McComb oh. as now it ends up in Ebright's hands. Now down in the corner, driving inside was Stutzman again. Now he enters it to Ebright, right block, working as he'll collide. As that'll result in a foul being called this time as that one's going to go against Owen Seedorf for Elmwood. The student section front row did not like that call. They better hold it down. Maybe the ref will just let, not hear all that, just two net out tonight. That's a pretty. Now will check in for Elm. What is he will come in for Owen Seedorf after picking up that foul? Come now will set things up after the baseline out of bounds play. Back out now, Ebright left wing for the Panthers. Now brings it over towards the right wing. Back now, top of the key. Stutz with it on that left wing, being defended by Cade Lentz. It's the screen from Tooman. Wants to enter at the Tooman, doesn't have an entry pass. Get it back out now, Mason Home, and he'll still be hounded by Andrew Traxler. He switched on to now by Lentz. Back over now, Stutzman tries to reset himself, but Andrew Traxler is still playing some hard-nosed defense as we get under a minute to go here in the first quarter. All tied up 9-9 to between McComb and Elmwood. McComb on the offensive side. Go down inside, reverse lane, up and good. Good awareness that time by Hayden Ebright. We'll put McComb back in front by two. Way to find the open guy, Hayden Ebright. And Lentz will have it. He'll now hand it to Griffin Piper on the corner. Back over towards Lentz, but that was where Lentz was going to go and ends up being tipped out of bounds by McComb. And will stay with Elmwood under the basket. 36.6 to go first quarter. A lot of movement, a lot of still a lot of bodies banging against each other. These guys are ready to play. They're definitely a very aggressive game so far. Oliver now will check back in for Elmwood as he will come in for Owen Traxer now. Seedorf will inbound for Elmwood following the substitution. Seedorf throws it in. It'll throw it in towards Zach Gross. Now resets with Cade Lentis. He'll take over the point guard duties with Owen Traxler on the sidelines. Look to see if Elmwood will hold for the final shot. Trailing 11-9 down to 24 seconds to go in the first quarter. Well, nobody going to pressure the ball here. They might as well hold for the final shot. Again, I don't agree with that coaching strategy. Lentz now gets it over on the right side to Bradford. Now back up top, ends up in Lentz's hands. He'll have the left wing three. Up and good for Cade Lentz. Elmwood back in front with three seconds to go in the quarter. Can McComb get a shot off? No, they will not. It looks like they will get a foul oh, yeah, on they the arm foul. right before that. Yep. But unless it's a shooting foul, it shouldn't make a difference. I think it's on Caden Lentz, isn't it? Yep. Yes, it will. So it will be a foul, but was not a shooting foul. So that will still do it here for the first quarter. 12 to 11, your score. Elmwood, the one point lead over McComb through one. Let's have a side for a quick timeout. You're listening to High School Basketball on both WFB and WBI. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. 
Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. We are here from Elmwood, your site of tonight's action here. BBC Basketball, both WFOB and WBV. Lance Morris, Matt Brown here with you. Elmwood, the 12 to 11 lead as we start the second quarter of basketball. It will be Elmwood ball as we start quarter number two. It'll be to Zach Gross on the right wing for the Elmwood Royals. Back up top to Owen Traxler. Wants to get it to Lenson Will on the right wing. He'll pull from way outside. And it's good. Again, Ooh. another three for Cade Lentz. Elmwood wow. lead up to four. Wow, way downtown. He was out in the parking lot. It's like I told you, when Cade Lentz is feeling it, he'll shoot it from wherever. Well, he must be feeling it because that was out in the parking lot. Down inside, oh, offensive foul going to be called against Hayden Ebrine as he lowered his shoulder a little bit, trying to drive the lane inside. Yep, lowered his shoulder and knocked uh, Zach Gross, wasn't it, to the floor? I believe so. Yep, I'm sure that kind of hurt him a little bit, but jumped right back up. If these two teams can maintain this kind of play, offensively and defensively, let's see if they don't run out of gas. This should be really, really good. Coleman is coming out with a little bit of a press. So now we'll see Elmwood get it into the half court. It'll be Zach Gross with it on the wing. They're swinging around now. They wanted to get it kind of between Seedorf and Lentz. It ends up going out of play instead. Gives it over to McComb. Elmwood, the 15 to 11 lead, 7.09 to go first half. Oh, I, I didn't see that tip from Elmwood. Schrader dealing with some. Pressure being applied by the Elmwood defense as now we'll see McComb try and set things up in the half court. Mason Holman with it on that left wing. He'll be defended now by Cade Lentz. Holman trying to create some space between him and Lentz. He'll look to drive inside. He'll fling that one up. Gets that one to go from just a few feet away. Another basket for Mason Holman. Now he's got seven custom McComb deficit to two. Good ball rotation. I think great ball rotation by McComb Panthers. Cade Lentz has it on the wing. He's open for another three. It's oh, good again from Cade Lentz. Already 13 points oh. as Coach Glenn Mills does not like any part of that last defensive possession for McComb. 6.29 left to go here in this second quarter of action. It's a full timeout. We'll go ahead and keep it here this time on both WFOB and WBBI. 18-13. Your score again. Elmwood in front by five. Thanks in part to a large portion of that scoring being done by Kay Lentz. Already knocking down three threes on the game. Coach meal has got to get somebody to get a hand in the face in front of Cade Lentz. If he can shoot threes from the volleyball line and he doesn't have anybody in his face putting their hand in their face, he's going to do that all night long. They need to make a coaching adjustment quickly or they're going to get out of this game real quick. That young man has just shot two of them from way downtown. And they've got to they got to stop that or at least try to try to stop that right away. If I'm McComb, when I come off the bench, the next series of defense, I put keep that full court pressure on to slow the game back down and try to get back in the game. But they've got to make an adjustment. They cannot let Lentz keep shooting threes from the volleyball line and their ball net, that's impressive. They're not scraping the, the rim, it's all net. So maybe he's got the feel for it tonight like you said earlier. 
just about ready to resume action here in the second quarter. 6.29 to go in this second quarter. A five-point advantage for Elmwood over McComb. We will see Elmwood come out with a little bit of full-court pressure once again as see what McComb is able to do as they'll get it into the half court now with Grady Schrader. Driving base on him, Mason Holman dumps it down inside. Tooman laying up and good from the left side. McComb steps it back to three with 6-12 to go in the first half. I said this, I said this earlier, but McComb has great ball rotation under the bucket right now. This is what they got to do. They got to swarm on defense right now. Will swing it around. It'll end up back up top for Landry. Seedorf dumps it down inside. Micah Oliver open for the lay and right back again. A five-point lead for Elmwood, 20-15, 5.52 to go first half. Somebody lost a defensive assignment there. Michael or Micah Oliver just got lost in the mix and got right down the lane for an easy two layup. Brady Schrader setting things up for McComb. And there's it to two men in the short corner. And we'll swing it around. Left side now Mason Holman with it for McComb. He'll bring it back towards the top of the key. Wanted to launch the shot. Doesn't have quite enough space. And then back at Holman's hands after a little give and go. So he's calling for a screen from Toom. And as Toom is just trying to get himself up there to set it. Ends up being set by Stutzman on the right side as they'll blitz Holman and double team him. Now Stutzman drives inside. Swings it down left corner. Grady Schrader three up and good from the left corner for McComb. They'll actually say it was a long two. It'll make the score 20 to 17, 5.05 to go first half. I thought for sure that was a three. Nice looking shot though, baseline. Tough shot in basketball. Grady made it look pretty easy. Evan Berger oh. knocking down the three as well for Elmwood in the transition as that'll add on to the Royals' advantage. It's 23 to 17, 4.45 to go in the first half. Six point spread here. They Panthers got to watch what's going on. They, they must get in the, into closer into the face and better defense. Raiders setting things up on the top of the key for McComb. Driving down inside is Stutzman. Dumps it down in towards Toom, and it'll be, I will say, last touched by McComb. As I won't say, Elmwood got a piece of that one, so it'll give it back to Elmwood with 4.30 to go in the first half as see Blake Wittenmeyer check in for McComb as he'll come in for Boo Toomey. Brandon Stutzman didn't like the call at all. He thought that Elmwood touched the ball on the way out, but obviously the ref saw it differently. Elmwood will work to bring it across half court. A little bit of pressure being applied by Schrader near half court. Traxler, he'll launch the three. He'll make the three from the top of the key as the threes continue to fall here in Elmwood. A 26-17 score now for 10 to go first half. Well, they didn't make their coaching adjustment in the, in the huddle at the end of the first quarter. The pass will be too long for McComb. Turn it back over to Elmwood. Elmwood the 26-17 lead here. 4.08 remaining in the first half of action. I think McComb needs to be putting on full court pressure right now to slow this game down. Traxler will bring it into the half court for Elmwood. Erringer will drive left side. Tries to face up towards the basket. Ends up being poked away. Stolen now. Grady Schrader takes it the other way for McComb. So have it near the top of the key now towards the left wing. It's to Wittenmeyer up at the top of the key. Now back over Rudy Downing with it. Downing crossing over Oliver, driving right side. Wants to step back from the elbow, doesn't have the space. Back Mason Holman. Holman looking to drive inside. He'll Euro step, but he'll get called for the travel instead. Back over to Elmwood. Three and a half to go in the first half. Elmwood in front by nine. Mason Holman had the nice Euro step. I thought he got away with it there, but he did travel. He took one too many. Ref was right there. Good call. 
Elmwood will bring it back across the floor. Kate Lentz with it on the left wing for the Royals. Up top now, Owen Traxler will set things up. Behringer has it right wing extended. Now over to Seedorf at the top of the key. Seedorf has to pull the ball on the deck. He'll end up getting it back over to Traxler. Resets the Elmwood offense with 3.10 to go in the first half of action. 26-17, your score, Elmwood leading Macomb. It'll be Andrew Seedorf at the top of the key for Elmwood. So look to get it over left side to Traxler and Will. Behringer trying to get a post up. Won't get an entry look this time. Back now, Kate Lentz with it as he'll now bring it back towards the volleyball line and again reset Elmwood in the half court. Behringer swings it. Open for the three is Seedorf. That time too strong. Rebounded now. Mason Holman will take it the other direction for McComb with 240 to go in the first half. Very good defensive stand right there by the Panthers. And then stolen right back by Kate Lentz. Lentz looking to go in transition. He'll fling that one up as he takes a bunch of contact and hits the deck, and he'll draw the foul with 2.31 to go in the half. I'm really impressed right now with his wherewithal and knowledge to go to the bucket. He had no chance of that shot. He did not beat the defensive player, and they were side by side, throws it up, draws the foul. Smart, smart play by the young man. Lens will go to the line for Elmwood. One of the few things he's not that great at, just a 50% free throw shooter yeah. so far this season as he'll miss the first. Yep. Um, have you noticed his shoes? You know, you're complaining about... He's got about some uh, very gold shoes. Yeah, some very, you're complaining a lot about Carter Wolf's uh, shoes loosening I don't up. I don't complain about his shoes. I complain about the shoe strings. Yeah, loosening up, yes. And Carter's always been out. How about these shoes? Gold? Someone sprayed, sprayed them gold and put uh, gold uh, sparkly things on them. Second free throw also will miss from Lentz yes. as it goes out of bounds. We'll give it over to McComb. He has Down to 2.30 left to go in the half. Sorry, he has to become a better free throw shooter. So now we'll see Elmwood apply some full court pressure on the ball handlers up top. And we'll see a foul called for a reach in against Elmwood. So we'll go against Elmwood tracks for his first of the game. Low fouling game. I thought it would be more. Refs are letting them play. Good for them. So we'll get another reach in foul against Elmwood. And again, it's going to go against Owen Traxler. Yep. So picks up his second foul in the last nine seconds. Yep. That's just, that's, that's very poor. So now his brother Andrew will take his place on the floor for Elmwood after picking up a couple of fouls. Big offensive producer like Owen Traxler can't be picking up cheap fouls like that, that close together. Como inbound from the sideline. They find Mason Homan. Homan has it on the wing as he'll hesitate, step back. Won't get called for an offensive foul, but the shot does not go anyhow as Mitchell Oliver will take it the other direction for Elmwood, but then has it briefly ripped away by Downing. He'll say Oliver the last to touch it gives it Back over to McComb, 2.08 to go. First half, 26-17, your score, Elmwood leads. I used to ref this game, and I definitely would have caught a foul on Mason Holman there. I'm sorry. That was pretty uh, pretty blatant right there. Should have took the offensive foul. Definitely starting to get a little bit chippy out there with uh, the fouls not being called. Mason Holman will line up the three. That one's off to the left, rebounded by... Mitchell Oliver, Elmwood now back the other way with 1.45 to go they in the half as the pass from Lenz down in towards Owen Seedorf will be tipped out of bounds, will stay with Elmwood under the basket. Boy, McComb got lucky there because Elmwood definitely had numbers here. And they were gonna 
pump it inside to Owen Seedorf. He was wide open. That was going to be a two for sure. And the tracks are now will inbound for Elmwood. So fling it back towards Lentz, right near half court. Lentz being defended by Homan, but in my opinion, Homan giving him a little too yeah, much breathing way, room, but way too splitsing much. in to get the steal will be Parker Downing for McComb as the Panthers go the other way. It's poked out of bounds, and they'll actually get a foul on Cade oh. Lentz as well. That's going to be his second foul. Second foul, oh my. They're big offensive producers. Cade Lentz and Owen Traxer both have two on them. That kind of makes it a different kind of mindset for your offensive player when he picks up two quick fouls in the first half. Now they can't be aggressive. They're going to have to. The, the Boo Birds are certainly coming out as Cade oh. Lentz will now check out for Absolutely. the first time tonight. And taking his place will be the other guy with two fouls, Owen Traxel. Yep, well, I'd set them both down if I was coaching because I don't want my offensive machines to be getting cheap fouls. So McComb looks to do if they're able to capitalize with Lentz out of the game for Elmwood, who has half of their 26 points at the moment. McComb will set things up with Grady Schrader at the top of the key. Mason Holman trying to get himself a good look in the high post. Mitchell Oliver will cut him off and allow an entry look that time. Parker Downing gets the screen up top from Wittenmeyer, tries to drive himself down inside. Oh. Looking at another wow. foul called. Looks like another one will go against Elmwood as that yes. time going to go against Colton Bradford. Colton Bradford reaching in. Can't reach in. You've got to move your feet. I scream that all the time from the stands when I'm watching my daughter play. Have to move your feet, you can't reach in. It's now the fourth team foul against Elmwood. One more and we'll have two free throws for the rest of the quarter on the McComb side. Parker Downing with it up top for McComb, hands it to Grady Schrader. Schrader finds Holman and another foul going to be called. This time going to go against Mitchell Oliver will send McComb to the line. Coach needs to call a timeout here and get his crew under control here right away. We got a, a minute and two seconds left till halftime, and we've just seen three fouls in the last, what, minute and a half? Well, now the refs are kind of tightening it up a little bit. We saw a lot of looseness in the first quarter. Now we're seeing it tighten up big time right now. Mason Holman at the line. Free throw will not drop for Holman, usually the surest free throw shooter on oh. the Lacombe side, 86% coming into the day. You think, it's, you think this would be money for this kid? Second one from Holman is up and good. He'll split the pair, make it 26 to 18. One minute left to go now in the first half. Elmwood will go right down inside, but it's going to be stolen by Downing, but Downing ran out of real estate on the baseline. Ooh, what is this call? I didn't see the call. I think they were just saying that it was last touched by, uh, by McCall. By McCall, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, Parker Downing was trying to steal it, and he... Pinch the ball and try to throw it and hit uh, Traxer with it. And Piper has it now right corner for Elmwood. They'll get it over towards Oliver. Swinging now around to Owen Traxler. Andrew Traxler now with it on the right wing. He'll get it back to his brother Owen up top. Sets up the Elmwood offense. They lead 26 to 18, down to 38 seconds to go in the first half. Traxler stops in the high post, swings it over now to Piper. Right back to Traxler up at the top of the key. So look to drive inside now. He'll draw the foul as. Looks like that one will go against Parker Downing on the McComb side. That'll be his first with 38.7 to go in the half. Impressive ball handling by Owen Traxler. Doing a great job at the top of the key, moving the ball back and forth. Defense in his face. Pretty impressive job there, dribbling. And Cedar checking in for Elmwood. Out goes Andrew Traxler, and in comes 
Evan Berenger out goes Griffin Piper for Elmwood as well. So we see Elmwood reset now after the inbounds play as they wanted to get it over towards Owen Traxer. He'll collide. Don't get a foul in his benefit either. He'll stay with Elmwood as they'll swing it around now. Driving will be Behringer. He'll be double teamed in the short corner. Back out now. They'll try and get it in the high post. Mitchell Oliver will launch it. Too strong that time. Rebounded though by Bradford to stay with Elmwood. Behringer launching the three. He'll make the three from the right wing. The second three of the game. Wow. 29-18 lead for Elmwood here through one half of basketball. Behringer, I was going to say, should have shot the ball on the other side when he had an open shot. It wasn't going to be from three. But then to come back here and can the three from the three-point elbow. Nice shot by the young man right. And again, that's a mistake on McCombs defense. They should have been over here in front of his face. They're giving them guys too much space to shoot the three ball. That's going to really kick the percentage up. When you have that much space, you might as well go ahead and take the shot, right? I mean, why not? Nobody's guarding me. I'm going to go ahead and take it. And 29-18, your score. Elmwood the lead over McComb through one half of basketball. We'll go ahead and set aside for a quick timeout. We'll come back and have our Owen and halftime report shortly after that. Back to start the second half here from Elmwood. You've been listening to BBC Basketball on both WFOB and WBI. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we've built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. It's January at Bigby, and that means specials galore during our January promotion. Hurry in for Java, and for special deals like every Monday, a free shot of espresso. Every Tuesday, get $1 off any beverage with a student ID. Thursdays, get $1 off any food item. And don't forget Sunday, it's BOGO time from 2 p.m. to close. Please join in our January promotions and keep the cold out at Bigby Coffee with two locations in Finley on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Hoops. Now here's your host, Eric Reeser. Roster management can be a challenge for any coach, regardless of the sport. There are only a certain number of players allowed on the quarter field at any given moment and only one ball allowed in that field of play. Among some of the biggest changes to college sports in the last few years has been the transfer portal and relaxing of transfer rules by the NCAA. 
Adam Jardy's covered amateur athletics in Columbus for the last decade for the Columbus Dispatch, most notably the Ohio State men's basketball team. Adam and I will discuss what success looks like for a coach in the portal era. That's next. This is the Ohio News Network. In Ohio, public education matters. And every day, Ohio's public school educators use their united voice to advocate for the supports and resources our public schools need so every child thrives. No exceptions. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of our 120,000 members, OEA is proud to sponsor tonight's game. Because great public schools are a winning playbook for Ohio, and Ohio is stronger when we stand together to cheer for our students' success. I don't know what I want to do. I'm just not sure that college is right for me. Have you considered a career in dental assisting? I love my job as a dental assistant. I have flexible work hours, the money is good, and I get to work in a professional, people-oriented dental office. What I really love about my job is knowing that I give people a healthy smile. For more information about becoming a dental assistant, contact your high school guidance counselor. Or if you are no longer in school, talk to a dentist in your community or visit ODA.org. This message is brought to you by the members of the Ohio Dental Association. This, this is ONN. I'm Eric Reeser. Adam Jardy is my guest. He covers the Ohio State men's basketball team at the Columbus Dispatch. Adam, with so much change in amateur athletics, transfer portals, name, image, and likeness, early signing periods, has there been anyone you see doing a good job in managing all of it, considering the speed of which this change is happening? I guess it depends on, on how you want to define a good job, because I think, like, for the most part, you know, like, Ohio State has blended returning talent plus trying to add through the portal. And I think like this year, they seem to have struck a pretty decent balance with that long season. We'll see how it plays out. Um, but, you know, like you look at a school like Illinois um, and it's like every year under Brad Underwood, you're going, all right, well, who's on the roster? And they, it's like, well, they brought in like five impact transfers and, you know, it's going to look clunky maybe at some point, but eventually it's probably going to fit together. And it's probably going to look pretty decent. Um, and then you go to like a team like Purdue that has, you know, almost exclusively just recruited high school kids and developed them and built them. And yes, they took a horribly embarrassing loss in the tournament last year. And yes, they've had their issues in March, but you can't really argue with the regular season success that Purdue has had and the consistent winning that they've had under Matt Painter. And that's primarily been from, again, recruiting and retaining high school players. And so, you know, it does pretty drastically, uh, you know, vary from, from school to school, but, um, it, it is interesting just to see that, like, everyone has their own different approach to uh, how they want to assemble a roster. And I don't know that there's a right answer right now. I think it just depends from year to year what your needs are. Would you say that in the next five years that when we kind of get a, a, a better handle on all of this, like the book that comes out just about what went on is going to be a fascinating read? Oh, yeah. I I mean, heck, I hope I get to write it. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing, too, about all this is that, like, so much of, of the NIL landscape is still behind closed doors, and I don't know if that ever changes or how that changes, but it's like just trying to sort out what's real and what's not is almost impossible, and that's why you just don't see a whole lot of substan substantial, like, really in-depth reporting on it right now because you, it's it, it's all – there's so much he hearsay, hearsay excuse me, out there about, like, who's making what and, and are they actually making that much and who's promising what, and it's – it's it, it's so difficult right now to pin down just very basic details about who is actually making what and where is it coming from and what are the, like it's just it, it is it's fascinating because it's drastically changed the sport and I don't think anybody has a real good grasp on how the ins and outs are actually working right now.
There has been talk of major universities privatizing their for-profit sports and sharing the revenue for broadcast deals with their student-athletes. This would avoid third parties making those deals independent of the universities. Some say that revenue-sharing agreement would mean student-athletes would become more like employees of the university and bound to a contract, limiting their ability to transfer seemingly at will. My thanks to Adam Jardy for his time. You can read his stuff on Ohio State Athletics over at the Columbus Dispatch. Also give him a follow on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, at Adam Jardy. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Eric Reeser. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto Owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if Auto Owners make sense for you. Summer sell-down is going on at Spitzer Buick GMC in Findlay. The season's best deals on all new and used inventory. The best way to buy a new Buick or GMC or a used vehicle is at Spitzer. All new Buicks and GMCs come with our Spitzer Shield nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty and first-year complimentary maintenance. A Spitzer Shield also covers our certified used vehicles with a 172-point inspection and seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Shop in person on Bright Road or 24-7 online at SpitzerBuickGMC.com. A brand new year is here. It's time to make your dream of new wheels a reality. The weather may be chilly, but the deals are hot at Warner Economy Corner at the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard. Talk to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and they'll make you a great deal on quality used vehicles. A new set of wheels, hot deals, and great customer service are waiting for you at Warner Economy Corner. Deals on wheels happen every day, Monday through Saturday. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. My name is Carrie Malligan with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. A lot has changed in the recent years, including my father stepping down to enjoy his retirement. But some things remain the same. My husband Tony and I are proud to continue the long-standing family tradition of commitment and pride in this community. We promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in today at 301 West Tiffin Street to take the worry out of a funeral by pre-planning it with the Harold Floriana Funeral Home. Scores. We're about to start this third quarter. Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown on both WFOB and WBBI. McComb will have the ball. It'll be attacked the basket now. Hi, folks. This is Matt here. from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffano. Elmwood High School. It'll be up top for Parker Downing and McComb. He'll still have it up as, as yet. Now he'll put the ball on the floor. It'll be defended up top by Landry Seedorf. Downing now look to drive baseline. He'll be Switched on to by Gross as he'll swing it over Mason Holman. 
Holman wanted to enter it inside towards Blake Wittenmeyer. It'll end up being stolen away. Micah Oliver will get the seal for Elmwood. Now Zach Gross will have it for the Royals. He'll swing it up top. Owen Traxler with it. He'll have it on the left wing. Back out now after a quick give and go between him and Lentz. He'll look to drive inside. Got the shot to go, but foul will be called on the floor before that. Yep. Not a shooting foul. Hey, great defense down here by Zach Gross. I thought he was pretty aggressive to cause that turnover. Good job for him. He's coming back into the game. I don't think he's been in the game, has he? He has. Has he? Yep. Okay. Elmwood will now set things up with like Oliver on the wing. Up top now for Traxler. He'll step into the three. Doesn't get that one to rattle on in. It'll be rebounded though underneath by Zach Gross. He'll now turn around, take the short corner jumper. Doesn't get that one to go. Seedorf's rebound. His second chance doesn't go either. Now Blake Wittenmeyer will bring in the rebound. Take it the other direction now for McComb. McComb score remains 29-18. 6.55 to go third quarter. Look, you know, if I'm... McCombs coach, you know what I'm screaming right now underneath the bucket? Box out. There's no excuse that the offense team gets three offensive glass or offensive rebounds to put it back to the glass. They got to do a better job of boxing out. Set up the McComb offense here in the half court. Six and a half to go third quarter. Downing, pull up from just inside the free throw line. Doesn't get that one to drop. Like Oliver with the board, but ends up falling on the ground. Thanks in part to his slight collision with Parker Downing, but not enough to warrant a foul being called. It'll be McComb ball now under their basket. Right, and he just slid on the floor. I, I don't like how the players, you know, they make a call, be respectful of the ref, and move on. Let's not give all the ugly faces and everything else. Jason Holman will drive baseline for McComb. Ends up picking up his dribble, swings it up top. Blake Wittenmeyer. Wittenmeyer goes up, gets that one to drop from in close. Finally gets his name in the scoring column. McComb now trailing by 9-6-0-9 to go third quarter. More of what Wittenmeyer just did is how they're going to get back in the game. Driving the ball down the lane, using the glass, getting it in. Traxer sets things up in the half court for Elmwood. He'll look to drive all the way inside. Ends up... Unable to finish in close. Another rebound down inside by Gross. Yep. Now it'll stay with Elmwood driving inside as Oliver. He won't get that one to go, but like Oliver now will draw the foul. Go to the line with 5.49 to go in the third. Who's the foul on? Blake Wittenmeyer? I believe so. Now Coach Glenn Meals will call a timeout on the McComb side with 5.49 to go third quarter. It'll be... 30-second timeouts we'll keep it here on both WFOB and WBVI. 29-20, the score. Elm with the lead on McComb. Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown here for tonight's matchup. And Matt, obviously, we're still just a little bit into this third quarter, but what have, what have you liked, disliked so far uh, from each team? Better defense by McComb coming out of the locker room. I like that. On the Elmwood side, good job underneath the bucket. Being aggressive on the offensive glass. I... I see that if they now, keep now that. Now it's got to finish. <laughs> they just got to finish, yeah. And I like Zach. This Zach Gross, uh, he's coming out here and he's hustling. We've seen two good defensive. He got the defense or the offensive glass pushed it out. So he's doing a great job moving quickly. But I think that McCombs moving the ball too slow. No transition basketball on McComb. They got to rush the ball down floor if they're going to get back in the game. This free throw from Micah Oliver will not drop on the Elmwood side. Second free throw from the senior. That won't go either. Rebounded now by Downing. McComb will go the other direction. Bring with it up top. He'll look to drive inside. Selwood walls that off. Blake Wittenmeyer will drive in. Now they'll get it in the corner. Hayden E bites three. Up and good with some contact. Won't get wow. a foul. 
in his favor either as he'll sprint back on defense to try and hound Cade Lentz and actually does poke it away and will stay with Elmwood on the far side of the floor. It's 29 to 23 with five and a half to go in the third quarter. Much better intensity by McComb on that series. That's what they got to carry through the next, you know, 10 minutes here to get back in the game. They got to be hungry. They got to want it. I don't care how many times coach calls timeout, gets them in the huddle. They have to want that. Cade Lentz, wide open, left corner three, comes up short that time. It's tipped by Seedorf, and looks like he will be the last to touch it, I believe. And, yes, he was. It'll be McComb ball with 5.18 to go in the third. Seedorf's lucky he didn't get called for the foul, slapping slapping that hard, and he hit Grady's shoulder right on his hands, I think. At least that's what I saw. McComb dealing with some pressure being applied as Elmwood looks to blitz him near half court. Mason Holman with it on the left wing. Wants to get it inside. It's end up stolen away. Owen Traxler the steal for Elmwood. Finds Kate Lentz in transition. Back up top now to Owen Seedorf. Ends up down left corner for Landry Seedorf. So get it back out towards Landry Seedorf on the left wing. Elmwood will reset their half court offense down to 450 to go third quarter. Kate Lentz within the short corner for Elmwood. He'll Cross court it down in the corner. Wide open. Oh, Zach yeah. Gross three. Comes up short. Rebounded now by Parker Downing to comb the other way. Zach Gross has to make those wide open baseline threes. Mason Holman down here on the other end here. He should have been a shooter. Should have took the ball to the hole and not dish it off. McComb will set things up. Downing will drive baseline. Bounces it towards Ebright. Ebright will lose his footing. Ends up being stolen away. Now Lentz will go in transition for Elmwood. He'll get all the way down inside. Won't be able to finish as he'll take some more contact and draw the foul. Incidental contact down here at our end of the floor underneath the glass. I think I would have called double dribble. Okay, let's go to the line here for Elmwood with 4.19 to go third quarter. 29-23 your score. That's just one of the Ropey Road Racing scoreboard celebrating over 60 years. As lead manufacturer in the commercial flooring industry, first free throw up and good for Cade Lentz makes it a seven-point lead. It's a 50, 50% free throw shooter. That's his first points will come from the free throw line here in the second half. The second free throw will rattle on in. Butuman will check in for McComb coming in for Hayden Niebright. Looks like we're going to get some full court pressure, half full court pressure from Elmwood. Nope. Pick him up right around half court. Lentz right there waiting for Grady Schrader near the timeline. Schrader now has it near the top of the key. Bounce it towards Stutzman on the right wing. Extended for, uh, for McComb. Whitmire was trying to post up. Didn't get an entry. Look this time down. Back over now. Mason Holman with it. They'll blitz him. Down inside. Tuman Lane won't get that one to go, but Tuman will draw the foul now. He'll go to the line with 3.54 to go. Third quarter, 30-23 to 23 year score. Elmwood leads. That's a great uh, shot by Bo Tuman. It's too bad it didn't go in, but still, it's a very good shot. He draws the foul. He's 0 for 4 on a free throw stripe this year, so let's see what he can get done here. Okay, from Tuman will not go. Ooh, he hung his head a little bit there. Just barely scraped the rim. It's okay. Roll up on your toes. From there you go. Up and good. I can coach no, him over here. Heard, I don't think he heard. He you heard me. Though. Roll up on your toes. I mean, he's theoretically close enough. He could have heard you. You can't but... shoot free throws standing on your or flat footed. You have to roll up and follow through with the rest. 
Score now 30 to 24, 3.48 to go third quarter. Elmwood the advantage over McComb. Elmwood now on the offensive side. And Traxler has it up top, being defended by Mason Homan. Traxler briefly double team swings it over now. Andrew Traxler with it on the left wing. Lentz gets himself open on the wing, won't launch it this time. He'll look to drive baseline instead. He'll swing it all the way over, launching the three. Behringer won't get that one to go. Rebounded now by Wittenmeyer as Traxler was trying to draw an offensive foul. McComb will go the other direction. Homan looks to drive inside. Now back up top, Schrader. Swings it to Stutzman on the left wing. Back over now, Schrader will reset for McComb. 3-10 to go in third quarter. McComb trailing 30-24. to Double screen up top for Grady Schrader. He almost loses his dribble. As now it'll end up in Wittenmeyer's hands up at the top of the key. Homan trying to create some space and still collide with Traxler. And Oh, I believe they're calling that. Andrew Traxler for the foul, even though he was the one that ended up on the floor. Yep, didn't see that. McCombs got to shoot the three ball. They have chances here. They need some shooters. Be a shooter. Shoot the three ball. You're wide open. Do it. Wittenmeyer has it now up top after the inbound play for McComb. They'll go nice. into a wide open boot Truman who lays that one up and in. Now we're down to a four-point lead for Elmwood with 2.50 to go in the third quarter. And because of that, Coach Traxler will end up taking the timeout on the Elmwood side. Again, 2.49 left to go here in the third quarter. A four-point lead for Elmwood thanks to a McComb run. Full timeout will go ahead and take it right along with him. You're listening to BBC Basketball on both WFOB and WBVI. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components so no matter what mother nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no obligation quote today. Back we are here from Elmwood. Your site for today's action is Matt Brown is very upset he did not win the 50-50 uh, here at Elmwood. Um, you've, been, you've been very successful though this year. I have. I can't complain. I won the 50-50 at Calvert Girls game one night. I also won a nice basket at Liberty Benton School. So I don't know. I just feel compelled to keep supporting the athletic department at all these schools. I'm going to continue to buy my 50-50 tickets. But yeah, I had an arm, arm's length there and I didn't get to do nothing. Nah, blah. 30 to 26, your score, Elmwood with the lead, but down to just a four point lead here over McComb. They've only had the one point scored coming from the free throw line so far this third quarter as Elmwood looks to try and get their offense going. It'll be Andrew Traxler with it on the wing as you know, foul down against McComb. Looks like that one will go against Grady Schrader. That'll be his third, actually. I like how McCombs getting aggressive right now. That's how they've crawled back in the game. You know, they've been aggressive since they come out of the locker room at, for halftime. And Elmwood's playing, you know, really flat-footed here. They've had one point the second half. Downing will check in for Schrader after picking up the foul. Elmwood ball into the basket. So get it over to Cade Lentz. Downing will blitz Lentz. Lentz will maintain his dribble. So eventually get it over to Owen Traxler. Traxler will bring it back towards the volleyball line. He'll have it up top. Looking to drive inside, now down in the left wing for Lentz. Lentz will drive all the way down inside. He'll come up short on the lay-in. 
Long rebound will eventually be halted by Stutzman. He has it in transition for McComb. Won't lay it up and in, but will draw the foul as he collides with Barringer under the basket with 2.12 to go in the third quarter. Nice job by Brandon Stutzman to continue to play and draw the foul. That's a great job by the young man Stutzman to go to the bucket. I love that kind of basketball. Let's drive it down the lane right to the glass. He's 67% free throw shooter, so. First one up and good for Stutzman. Makes it now a one possession game. It's 30 to 27 now with 2.12 to go in this third quarter. We'll see Andrew Seedorf along with Zach Grosscheck in for Elmwood. Out go Andrew Traxler and Evan Berenger. I think that's a smart coaching move. Gets their key players to off. No cheap foul here in the last two minutes of the third quarter. Good coaching move. As the McComb substitution will be for Stutzman, who is at the line. Second one from Stutzman will go. He'll make both. Nice job by Stutzman. Big Niebright will check in now for McComb. Traxler will bring the ball up the floor. Hayden Niebright will corral him as he nears center court. Get over it towards Landry Seedorf. Now up top, Owen Seedorf with it. Driving inside now will be Lentz. Lentz inside will finish right at the 10. Extend the Elmwood lead back to four on the second field goal of the second half for Cade Lentz. Cade Lentz keeps impressing me with his basketball knowledge and smarts to drive the ball down the lane. Downing pulls up for three from McComb. That won't go. Rebounded by Landry Seedorf. Elmwood now right back the other way. As they get it down in the corner, Zach Gross will try to lay it up and in. A foul, I believe, will be called on the floor right before he drove the lane. As looks like that one's going to go against Bootuman. Why is, why is the clock still running? The, the clock. You've lost 10 seconds here off this clock. I think that's what each of the... It's what the coaches are saying, at least on the McComb side. I took at least 10 seconds oh, off right Oh, more there. than that. Yeah, I think like 14, 15 seconds because it was 126 when I said something. Another 10. Another 15 seconds ran off the clock. Well, the officials will go up to the scorer's table, try and resolve how much time should be on the clock, and they'll put it back to 124. Close. You said 126, Six, so yeah. pretty close. I'll take that, yeah. McComb Granted, must. they were about to lose 15. I think they'll take losing yeah. two instead. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't complain if I was them. Zach Gross uh, has not shot a lot of free throws this year. Lance, he's only one for two. But he's playing great defense. Not afraid to take the ball to the hole. He's showing me, uh, he's impressing me right now. This free throw will yeah. fall on in for Zach Gross. Good for him. Young Oliver will... Check in for Elmwood. He'll come in for Owen Seedorf. 5'9 junior Zach Gross has a great future. Next year he mature and be a much better player. Wow. Will fall on after hitting wow. on every part of the rim. 34-28 yeah, year score. Elmwood leading McComb. 122 remaining in the third. Look how he's hustling down here, putting pressure on Mason Holman. Parker Downing with it now, entering it to Wittenmeyer on the block, turning around, trying to post up inside. Gets in to go from in close for Blake Wittenmeyer as he imposes will down there on Micah Oliver for the end one. That's what McCombs got to do. They're missing their postman, Wittenmeyer, down here. Blake's, he's calling for the ball. He's getting his hand up. Did a, that is picture perfect 
post-up basketball underneath the bucket. Nice job by Blake. And ironically enough, was a quarterback matchup for each of those guys as Mike Oliver ended up actually shifting to the position for Elmwood after being an all-state receiver the season prior after some different injury issues on the Elmwood side. It's now 34-31 as the end one free throw fell for Wittenmeyer. Owen Traxer is going to go in transition. It's end up sold right again by Blake Wittenmeyer. McComb back on offense with under minutes to go in the third. Now McComb needs to be smart here. We need to play for the last shot. Try to be smart. No need to rush it. Let's set it up. Nothing stupid. Oh. So the last touch by Mason Holman, giving it back to Elmwood with 46.8 to go in the third quarter. That was stupid. Very poor series there by McComb. Now they got to stop the three ball here. If they have a three ball, if Elmwood shoots a three ball here, makes it, that's going to be a momentum killer. Must play good D here. Oliver with it up top for Elmwood. Wide oh. open, Cade Lentz for the three. In and out, won't fall. Rebounded. Up for grabs, eventually Wittenmeyer will bring it in for McComb as the Panthers go back the other way. 24 seconds to go, third quarter, a three-point lead for Elmwood, 34-31. Boy, Panthers escaped a dart there, didn't they? I'd say they did. Down inside, it'll be Wittenmeyer as he'll turn around and doesn't get that one to go as Oliver was trying to draw the foul, didn't get that in his favor. Nope. Now Lentz will cross the timeline with six for Elmwood. Down in the corner for Gross. Gross will drive inside. He'll jump stop. He'll bump it. Gets it up to go. From just inside the right elbow. 36-31. Your score. Elmwood. The five-point lead over McComb. Through three. We'll go on some side for a quick timeout. Come back for the start of the fourth quarter. You're listening to BBC Basketball both WFB and WBBI. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. Start the fourth quarter here from Elmwood. 36-31, your score. Elmwood, the lead over McComb. BBC Basketball, both WFB and WBVI. Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown. It'll be Elmwood ball as we start off the fourth quarter of action. Sense of urgency for McComb right here. They have to play great defense and keep pounding the ball inside to Wittenmeyer and Bo Tuman down underneath to get back in the game here. We'll set things up now in the half court. Owen Traxler swings it over towards Micah Oliver as he will get called for the travel as Matt about lost his seat as he was trying to make the travel signal uh, himself. I'm having visions of when I used to ref. I'm, I got to let that go. I got to stay glued to my seat. Maybe I go back and get my refing license back. Keep me in shape, run up and down the floor. This is one thing that McComb cannot do right here. Walk the ball down the floor. I'm Coach Meals. we got to be getting this ball in transition, quick down the floor, and get set. Downing setting things up for McComb. 
So he'll try and drive inside, almost picked up his pivot foot, ends up handing it now to Wittenmeyer up top. I think he drug his pivot foot, Lance. So now Coach Mills will call the timeout here just as we start off this fourth quarter, 7.18 to go. Uh, full timeout, we'll keep it here this time with WFOB and WBVI, 36-31, your score. Elmwood with the advantage over McComb. And I, I get the sense you didn't like the start of that possession? No, not at all. It was terrible. Okay, and I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just telling you straight up, it was just totally terrible. Okay, you can't be dribbling around, Parker Downing holding the ball, dribbling around, walking the ball down casually. You know, what's he doing? I'm screaming at him if I'm coaching, and I don't agree with this timeout by Coach Mills. I'm sorry, I don't agree with that either. I could coach by being boisterous and getting these guys moving instead of burning a timeout. Now we've burned a timeout. We only got, what, two timeouts left? Yeah, that's, that's according to the scoreboard. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's, I'm not trying to downgrade anybody. I'm just saying I don't call a timeout like I scream at somebody and get them moving so we don't have to burn a timeout foolishly when we should have just got moving here. And, you know, Parker's lucky he didn't call for traveling because he he looked like to me he's right in front of us. He drug his pivot foot. I'd have called him for traveling if I was roughing. Come on. They need to just, you know, break the huddle, and we need to play super tight defense here and quick transition down the floor with the ball. That's what they need to be doing to get back in the game here. They, they've got really helmet on the ropes. You know, they're playing flat-footed here. Comb will set things up now into the half court. We'll get oh, a foul. Man. I think they're going to get Wittenmeyer for a yep. illegal screen. Yep. And then Didn't, Zach Gross, they knocked uh, Zach uh, to the uh, floor. I'll be honest, it looked like just a hard set screen to me. It, it did, but they called a moving screen. Okay, but, you know, uh, up top here, Parker Downey, he misses his screen, goes right by it, and so we didn't leave our player open, our teammate open, to shoot the three ball. Got to set the screen if you're going to shoot the three ball for four of you out there. Tracks will cross half court for Elmwood, the 36-31 lead for Elmwood. Zach Gross with the now left wing. He'll bounce it towards Lentz. Lentz has it at the volleyball line, now brings it towards the right wing. Bounces it back towards Owen Traxler, wide open for the top of key three. Won't get that one to drop. Oliver fights for it and brings down the rebound for Elmwood, but ends up throwing it away as it's stolen away by Parker Downing. McComb the other direction. Downing pulls up from the right elbow, up and good from Parker Downing. Makes it a three-point deficit for McComb. Six and a half left to go. Nice uh, recover, I should say, by Parker Downing there. Redeemed himself. Zach Gross, reverse lay-in, comes up short. Oliver, another offensive rebound this time, able to get it to Owen Traxler. His floater doesn't go. Rebounded again by McComb. Is going to foul down inside, I believe. That's going against Oliver based on his body language. Yep. Now he's shaking his head, throwing his hands up. We don't need all the all the body language with that. We just move on. Keep going. And Stutzman will check in for Butuman on the McComb side. We'll also see Owen Seedorf along with Mitchell Oliver check in for Elmwood. Out go Micah Oliver and Zach Gross. Elmwood is allowing Coleman the game because their percentages right now on their on the uh, field goals are just miserable. And they're getting the offensive glass. Grady Schroeder's got to bring that ball in further. Deep three that time from Downing won't go. Rebounded by Schrader as ball ends up almost in Matt Brown's hands wow. as almost running into the table was Landry Seedorf. It'll Great hustle. stay with McComb with 5.57 to go in the fourth quarter. A three-point lead for Elmwood. That's what I love to see. Great hustle by these young people. Love it. 
Swomo inbound from right in front of us at the baseline. They'll toss it in towards Stutzman. Enters it inside towards Wittenmeyer. Wittenmeyer oh. in close, doesn't get that one to go, but we'll draw the foul down in close. So Wittenmeyer will go to the line again with 5.51 left to go in the fourth quarter. And that's definitely one of the things I've loved seeing from a guy like Blake Wittenmeyer because he can shoot the three. It's something he's able to do. It was something he was more comfortable probably doing as a freshman where the last couple years he's became more of a post player. And we've seen him, you know, just using his body and his physical presence to try and create some matchup problems as he misses the front end of the two free throws. He's definitely, he, and he should be playing a low post. He's a big guy, big, tall, 6'2", senior. Second free throw up and good for Blake Whitmire. Makes it 36-34, just a two-point lead for Elmwood. Down to 5.45 left to go in this one. Good defense has to be by the Panthers here. They cannot allow no threes, no easy buckets right now. Too much space from them, from the defense to the shooter. One tracks are with it. Left wing for Elmwood. Gets separation from the screen. The runner with the left hand up and good as the freshman shows his ability to use his offhand. Extends the Elmwood lead now to four. Nice, nice floater by Owen Traxer. Beautiful baseline floater. That, again, is lack of getting moving your feet and getting in defensive position. No excuse for that. Parker down here. with it now as they'll cross court it over towards Stutzman on the left corner for McComb. Up top now Downing, he'll look to drive. Has it now as he'll step back, now drives back inside. Wittenmeyer now with it in the corner. He'll launch the three, that comes up short. Rebounded Cade Lentz as Lentz will look to push it in transition for Elmwood. So fling it out, now around down in the corner. Owen Seedorf with it, driving all the way inside. Laying it up and in. Will Landry Seedorf for the land for Elmwood. Now a six point lead for the Royals, 440 left to go. They've got to shut the baseline. Uh, the Panthers have to shut the baseline off right now. They cannot continue to let Owen Traxer run the baseline. Set the screen. Will drive, picks up his dribble on the elbow, back to Mason Homan. Holman collides with Oliver. Oliver gets called for a blocking foul. It'll stay with McComb with 4.42 to go. I got to stop, stop reffing the game over here, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm giving all kinds of body language. You're both reffing and coaching because you went from a timeout signal yeah. to a blocking foul. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, I wish just... the folks at home could see the animation. We get. <laughs> I know. It's really I bad for me to I don't take. know why I'm doing that. Nobody can see me because I'm talking on the radio, you know? I'm, I just, it's old habits. They're hard to break. Hard to break. McComb will throw it into the backcourt for Mason Holman. Holman will bring it up across the timeline, working on Mitchell Oliver. Has it on the left wing, brings it back towards the top of the key. Wants a step back three, doesn't have enough space. He'll hand it to Downing. Downing losing the handle, ends up back in Schrader's hands. He'll get it in the corner for Ebright. He'll launch the three. He doesn't get it to go, but he'll draw the foul as he took some contact. And that should be three free throws yep. for Hayden Ebright. Yep. That's smart from Hayden Ebright, knowing where the defensive player was. Landry Seedorf coming over and knocking him to the ground pretty hard. You know, he, uh, Hayden got up, kind of winced a little bit, grabbed his hip. First one from Ebright, up and good. Five point lead now for Elmwood after the first of three free throws. Can't wait to see this young man later in the season or next year. Very aggressive. Second free throw will not fall. Evan Barringer will check in for Owen Seedorf on the Elmwood side with 4.03 left in this one. It's a good coaching move, getting the big man back in the game. 6-1 Southmore. Right, second year, third free throw will fall. It'll 
Make it now 40 to 36. Four minutes left to go in this one. Owen Traxler navigating the traffic up ahead to Oliver. Oliver finds Berger, almost ran out of room. So now he'll walk into drawing that foul. It looks like that one's going to turn around and go against him right now. Yep. Techros will check back in, coming in for Mitchell Oliver on the Elmwood side. Traxer will inbound from the basket for Elmwood. So get it over towards Lentz. Lentz has it just underneath the volleyball line. Downing giving him some room. Parker Downing's got to go out and pressure the ball, Lance. So bring it back towards the volleyball line. Now he'll see some pressure. Driving inside was Lentz. So we're going to foul on the floor right before our shot had a chance to be taken. Looks like that one will go against Parker Downing. That'll be his second. Each team starting to give themselves in more team foul troubles. There's four against Elmwood, now three against McComb with 3.41 to go. Yeah, and there's just no need for that right now. Tracks are just, or excuse me, Parker Downing's got to close the gap on Caden Lentz. Caden Lentz down inside, doesn't get that one to go, but will draw the foul, go to the line now with 3.36 to go. These are the kind of mistakes that they cannot have this late in the game, okay? They, they have to know where they're at in the game. 3.36 left, we can't have easy fouls, or what do I want to say, frustration fouls. I want to say stupid fouls. They shouldn't be committing that kind of a foul, and they, especially on Lentz. They know he's going to go to the line. He's a good free throw shooter. The free throw up and good for Lentz. He now has 17 on the game, most of which came in the first half. Yeah, he's not been too hot second half, but again, when the big man drives inside, make sure you have position straight up. Don't be reaching. Free throw up again for Cade. Lentz makes it 42 to 36, 335 left to go in this one. Elmwood the lead on McComb. McComb will set things up now in the half court with Schrader. He'll be defended by Cade Lentz. Tries to create some space. Has it top of the key. Hands it to Mason Holman. Look how tight Elmwood's garden. He's garden Panthers. Elmwood trying to create some pressure and we'll get a foul against Zach Gross and that'll send Mason Holman out to the Lions. That'll be the fifth foul against Elmwood. Wow, the, the refs have really changed the pace of the game here a little bit. You know, at first half we saw them, it looked like they were letting them play. A lot of bodies banging, we said, in the first quarter, second quarter. Here they're really, really keeping it tight right now. I think that was just incidental contact on Zach Gross to Holman. And Berger will check in for Mitchell Oliver, a little offense defensive sub. Second one up and good for Holman as Coach Meals will take the 30-second timeout with 3.18 left to go in this one. 42 to 37, your score. The lead here for Elmwood over McComb. It's more alongside Matt Brown here on both WFB and WBVI. And I mean, like, like you said, it, part of it has been uh, what the refs have done with kind of dictating the pace, but a lot of it has been Elmwood just hasn't been as hot from outside no. as they were in the first half no, either. No, you're right. Lentz is not hitting big threes. Owen Trax was not hitting the big threes. We haven't seen that here in the second quarter. Right now what McComb has to do is they got to build a fire under him. Say, look, man, we got three minutes and 18 seconds, and the next two minutes are critical. We've got to get in this game. We need to get at least a six-point lead to get back in the game. Elmwood's allowing that. Like you said, they're not scoring a lot of points right now. Elmwood will inbound. Looks to go the length of the floor. McComb is coming out with some full court pressure. 
One Traxler will get it into the half court as he'll look to drive all the way down inside as he'll draw the foul with now 3.10 left to go. That's smart play by Owen Traxler. Saw a little crack in the lane. Why not drive the ball the hole and draw the foul? What the defense has to do when, McComb, when we're in that position, they have to realize that, look, especially the guy that's got beat, let someone else pick him up inside, and that's a reaching foul. Stop reaching. First, foul, first free throw up and good for Owen Traxler. Again, Behringer out, Oliver in on the offensive-defensive sub for Elmwood. That kind of play on, from the defense frustrates me because they got to know that by now. We're at too high level of basketball to be seeing that. Free throw good for Traxler. Makes it 44 to 37, down to 305 left to go. Mason Holman trying to set things up for McComb, trying to create some space for a three. Dumps it down inside to Wittenmeyer. Instead, power dribble down inside. Gets it to go with the foul. Does Blake Wittenmeyer with 256 left. They must keep doing that, but I don't know why Blake's putting the ball on the floor. He, he's posting up beautiful. Mason Holman did a great job getting the ball into him. No need to put the ball on the floor, smash it to the floor. It looks cool. There's no doubt about it. It looks cool, but just take it straight to the basket. And one free throw from Wittenmeyer won't fall. Rebounded by Landry Seedorf. Elmwood the other way. It's 44-39, under three minutes left to go in this one. Once looking at it up ahead. Now Owen Traxler down in the corner for Mitchell Oliver. Oliver drives baseline, lays it up and in. As the sophomore finds the crease in the defense, lays it up and in. That's three straight Traxler scores from the baseline. And an offensive foul as Mitchell Oliver steps in to take the contact as that foul will go against McComb with 2.56 left to go. That's a great job by Mitchell Oliver to step in there and take one for the team. Get knocked on the floor pretty hard. Good job by the young man. No pressure from McComb here. So we'll see Owen Traxler cross half court, almost lost it on the poke. It will stay with Elmwood as they'll come down inside. Behringer lays it up and in again. Elmwood just imposing their will at the rim. A 48 to 39 score, 2.15 left. Yeah, just a few moments ago, there was a three point game. Holman hesitates, drives inside, gets that one to go with a little bit of contact as Coach Meals will take the timeout with 2.06 remaining, a 48 to 41 score, Elmwood with the lead. Where has that been all game from Mason Holman? That's how you take the ball to the hole and use the square and put it in the bucket. That was a great example of taking it to the hole. Well, we gotta see more of that. That's all confidence, you know. I'm big, I'm tall, I can, you know, gonna take advantage of somebody, beat somebody off the dribble and go to the bucket. Great job by Mason Holman. 48-41, your score. Elmwood the lead on McComb. It's Morris alongside Matt Brown here on both WFOB and WBBI. Timeouts tonight brought to you by Warner Economy Corner, located at the corner of Blanchard Street and Blanchard Avenue. Four deals on wheels. And Matt, this one is not quite finished just yet. Of course, still have a little bit of time left, but I think if you're in McComb, just the kind of lack of, I don't know if it's intensity or just eating in the right spot or maybe a combination, but that's kind of been the difference here in these last few minutes because it's just been Elmwood driving right to the basket for the most part and being able to get these shots to go because you look at the offensive distribution for McComb, it's pretty even because Mason Holman has 11, Wittenmeyer has eight, Ebright has nine. I mean, that's about as even distribution as you can get between uh, some of your top guys. And that's what you want. Even distribution, everybody's scoring, everybody getting in the game. 
And really, they should be ahead right now. With that type of play, it's been the lack of intensity on defense. It absolutely has. In the last four or five minutes of the game, and, and when they came back out, I said they've got to get ahead here in the last in the next two minutes, and they haven't done that. So McComb will come out with a full-court press. Looks like Elman will be able to beat the press and get it into the half-court as we get under two minutes left to go. As we look to now, looks like Elman will try and play keep away. That, that's a good foul in the corner. So now they will foul Evan Berenger, send him to the line with 153 left. A little frustration from Parkin Downing towards these other teammates, and he's right. You know what? Somebody has to foul. Sends Berenger to the line. It's the second time to the line here this season. It was one for one coming into tonight at the free throw line. His first free throw will not fall. Right guy to foul, okay. But it has to be quick. Second free throw coming from Behringer. That one won't go either. Wittenmeyer the rebound for McComb. Down to 150 left to go. 48-41 your score. Elmwood the lead McComb though with possession. Hayden Ebright with it, left wing extended for the Panthers, hands it Mason Holman. Holman getting the screen from Wittenmeyer, steps back, wants to take a shot, doesn't have enough room, and wants to go inside to Wittenmeyer, gonna be poked away, Elmwood now will get the steal, they'll go the other direction, they're playing it all the way up ahead to Landry Seedorf, layup, up and good again from the baseline, now a nine point lead for Elmwood with 125 to go. Yeah, might be too late now. They need to shut that off a long time ago. Holman drives the lane, gets that one to go over some more tough defense. Back to a seven-point lead for Elmwood. Is once and twice probably trying to foul as Elmwood will get it all the way down the floor. Now Zach Gross will be the one that draws the foul in his favor with 106 left. And one of the, the real bad disadvantages for McComb is we have spent our timeouts. So now we can't stop the clock. Zach Gross at the line for Elmwood, trying to add on to their seven-point lead with 106 left to go. The first free throw, up and good. That has to be the biggest student section I've ever seen at a basketball game, besides a college game. That is quite the display from the Elmwood student Absolutely. section. Absolutely. Great student support here for the Elmwood basketball team. We'll see if they can uh, match that when they have uh, a tough game against a team that could wind up winning the BVC when they take on Pandora Gilboa. You bet. Second free throw up and good as well from Gross. Extends the Elmwood lead 52 to 43 as now both Olivers will get back on the floor as they will have Mitchell check in for Gross after the free throw. McComb will get it across the timeline down to a minute left to go. Mason Holman has it on the wing. He'll look to drive all the way inside. A blocking yeah. foul. When they get called this time on Mitchell Oliver with 58.7 to go as that'll send Mason Holman back to the line for McComb. It's a great call by the ref. People are screaming for the offensive charge. Wasn't set. Got to get your feet in there quicker. Mitchell Oliver had to be set. Feet's got to be flat. He did not have his position. Free throw from Holman will fall. Holman has produced here in the last minute and a half of the game. Took the ball the hole three times. You should have done that earlier in the game. Keep taking the ball the hole. Second free throw coming for the senior Mason Holman. That time comes up short. Rebounded by Zach Gross as McComb will quickly foul him. Looks like Stutzman 
got hit inadvertently. Good, good foul, though. I, I agree with the call on what they're doing. But they're fouling the wrong guy. Zach just made a couple of them. Again, put Zach Rose at the line for Elmwood with 56.6 to go, 52 to 44. Your score, Elmwood with the lead. First one from Gross will be short. Second free throw coming from the junior, Zach Gross. That one won't go either. Micah Oliver with the board to keep it, though, with Elmwood as he'll get it back out towards Cade Lentz. Lentz will drive inside. He'll get it over to Seedorf, and now Seedorf will. I thought they might call a foul on McComb. Looks like uh, Coach Trax are going to take the timeout instead with 48.5 left to go in this one. 52-44, your score, Elmwood with the advantage. I don't know why Coach Trax would take a timeout. I'm a little puzzled at that. You know, 52 to 44. Uh, I, there's no need for him to take a timeout. The clock is his friend right now. Just helps McComb out, get a little breather. I mean, unfortunately for McComb, like I said earlier, they come back on the floor and maybe they score a couple couple buckets quick, but they can't stop the clock. That that timeout that we talked about in the third quarter, that's hurting right now, big time. 52-44, your current score. Elmwood with the advantage over McComb. BBC Basketball on both WFLB and WBBI Lance Morris Matt Brown here with the for tonight's matchup as we'll see Elmwood retake possession here in just a moment. I don't want to say it's over till it's over, but McComb's got to play smart here. Foul quickly. And Lentz will drive all the way inside. Now they'll swing it out and around. Ends up in Owen Traxler's hands. He'll be the one that draws a foul as he gets blitzed wow. by a couple of McComb Panthers. That was a little excessive. Uh, Braden Stutzman kind of got a little aggressive in there. Could, maybe he might have got away with an intentional there. I don't know. And Traxler at the line. First free throw will not go. Brady Schroeder coming back in the game along with uh, Parker Downing for McComb. You can just see that Parker Downing looks deflated. The free throw was good as there's, there was some collision there as uh, Micah Oliver hit the floor. I think they're now going to draw a foul on McComb against him and put Micah Oliver to the line. So that's going to foul out uh, Grady Schrader. Is yep. that'll be his fifth of the game. That's too bad. Grady's played a Grady's played a good game. That's a tough way to go out. Maybe Michael Oliver had a little acting job there. I don't know. I didn't see it. There was. It was. It was a worthy foul. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. At least they're fouling the right guy, Michael Oliver. I mean, he's not the greatest free throw shooter. Not taking anything away from him. You always want to find your weak, your weak free throw shooter at this set point in the game. Second one banks on in to go, makes it a ten point lead for Elmwood. Down to forty seconds remaining. 
Jason Holman. He'll take the step back three. That one comes up short. Rebounded by Cade Lentz. Lentz will take it the other way for Elmwood. He'll fling it all the way up ahead to Micah Oliver. He'll lay it up and in as again Elmwood able to get right to the basket, lay it up and in, extend their lead. Yeah, that's good transition basketball. And way for Oliver to sneak away. Free throw line jumper comes up short from Downing. Rebound up for grabs. Comes in by Oliver as he again collides with a McComb player. They'll say last touched by McComb. Give it over to Elmwood. Down to 12.9. Left to go. A 12-point lead for Elmwood. Right in front of all the McComb fans. And I'm sure they weren't happy with that call. We couldn't see it, but we're trusting that the ref's doing the right thing. But, yeah, a lot of upset people on the other side of the floor. McComb still uh, looking to foul and will do just that. Stutzman, nice job. Way to hustle. Commit the foul. He's got plenty, you know, he's got fouls to give. Try to extend the game a little bit to get back in. I personally think too little too late. 11.6 seconds left. You're down by 12. 56-44. It's Cade Lentz at the line once again for Elmwood. Was we're down to 11.6 left in this one. Cade Lentz up and good. As Elmwood will drop everybody back to get back in uh, defensive positioning. As Coach Traxer will empty out his bench a little bit, let some of his other guys get some time that haven't played just yet. Second free throw from Lentz up and good. He'll go two for two. He's got 20 rather on the game. We'll see Mason Holman fling that one up. He doesn't get it to go. Lentz will get the rebound. He'll take it across half court and he'll hold on to it. That'll do it for this one. A 58-44 win for Elmwood tonight over McComb. Nice job by Lentz getting 20 tonight. Being a huge contributor for Elmwood. I just, my heart bleeds for the McComb Panthers. They had a chance to get back in this. And it's just the lack of intensity on the defense. Offensively, I like how they took the ball the whole but the lack of intensity is what cost them this game tonight because I thought they had Elmore on, Elmwood on the ropes. Because you know, we saw Elmwood missing a lot of shots and nothing going down for him. A huge opening for McComb to come back. And they just, what I saw in the last two minutes of the game is what they should have done right after halftime, drive the ball the hole. The big man, Blake Whitmore, is posting up big time, getting into him. Mason Holman driving to the bucket. You know, where was that at? We should have had that earlier in the game. When they go back and look at their film, we're going to see where they should improve on that, I'm sure. So a great learning experience. They can see a lot from the film and learn from that. And hopefully they'll regroup and come back out even stronger. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for one final timeout. Come back and wrap this one up here from Elmwood. Again, 58-44, to 44, your final score as Elmwood got to the win tonight over McCombie listening to BBC Basketball on both WFOB and WBBI. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family-driven. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. 
They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to 1831 after 90 days with a shift differential of 25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria, Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. It's January at Big B, and that means specials galore during our January promotion. Hurry in for Java, and for special deals like every Monday, a free shot of espresso. Every Tuesday, get $1 off any beverage with a student ID. Thursdays, get $1 off any food item. And don't forget Sunday, it's BOGO time from 2 p.m. to close. Please join in our January promotions and keep the cold out at Big B Coffee with two locations in Finley on Tiffin Avenue and Trenton Avenue. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System. We're here for you. Back we are to wrap this one up between Elmwood and Macomb. Elmwood coming away with the 58 to 44 win tonight over Macomb. Lance Morris alongside Matt Brown and both WFOB and WBVI. And Matt, as we were talking, as we uh, went to break, you know, it was a pretty close one, at least through the through three quarters, because Macomb was able to come back and actually won the third quarter, but then fourth quarter, Elmwood just pulled away in a very big way. Yeah, that's exactly right, Lance. I think what happened was just my personal viewing opinion that Macomb ran out of gas. I said that earlier at, at, in the end of the first quarter, if they can keep this up for another two, three quarters, it's going to be a great basketball game. And you know what? You're right. In the third quarter, Macomb came back. They showed us they could come back. But unfortunately, in the fourth quarter, Elmwood out, you know, almost uh, scored 2-1 to one there. 20, they scored 22 points in the fourth quarter to Macomb's 13. So that's a huge gap to make up but what I saw for the Macomb Panthers is maybe the reason they didn't play the intensity was they were tired and out of gas I don't know I I saw some disgust on some of their faces emotional sets in we slow down and then quickly we get out of the game you got people like Lentz who can shoot make the shot he had four straight baseline floaters or shots on the baseline he made four of them straight they didn't shut that down after about the second one, you got to make an adjustment real quick. Someone has to slide over from the top of the key, slide over, and close the baseline off. The three ball early in the game, I thought, hurt McComb. We're too, too big a gap on our three on Elmwood's three-point shooters. Got to close that gap and get their hand in the face of the three-point shooter. You can't let Lenz go out there. He had, what, three or four of them right in a row. He was getting hot. He was shooting from way downtown. Got to shut that down. After about the second one, you got to make a quick adjustment. And... They didn't make those. And that's kind of that 
that comes back to bite you in the butt late in the game like this. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that Elmwood uh, certainly adjusted to in the fourth quarter was in the third quarter, it wasn't even that the threes weren't falling. It's that they weren't even able to get off the threes the same way they were in the first half. And then the fourth quarter, they were really able to adjust and see, oh, we are going to be able to drive to the basket. And that's how they scored a majority of those points. Absolutely. The defense that McComb played in the third quarter, if they could have brought that to the fourth, to the half of the fourth quarter, this has been a lot closer score because if you look at the scoring for McComb, it's, you know, distributed. A lot of people, Holman 14, Whitmire 8, you know, uh, 9 from all, Ebright, excuse me, Ebright. I mean, that's a lot of good even scoring distributed amongst, you know, three, four players, and that's what you want. And when you have that distribution of scoring, you usually win the game. So, well, better luck to them next time. They just have to make some adjustments, keep that intensity going. Try to take the emotion out of it. I saw a lot of, you know, body language tells the story late in the game. You see a lot of faces with emotion on it. That's telling me that we have give up. You can't do that. You've got to play four quarters all the way to the last second. Well, it's another thing like you were saying on the McComb side was that Mason Holman was able to drive to the basket effectively in the fourth quarter. Yep. Maybe had they done that a little earlier, that also could have been another uh, another consistent source of offense for them. And that's what I'm saying. When they go back, and hopefully the coach Meals will take them back and watch the film. And I'm sure it's on huddle here somewhere. And watch the film and saying, look, look how you're driving to the bucket with less than two minutes in the game or less than three minutes in the game. This has to be earlier. You have to have the confidence earlier to do that earlier so that we can stay in the game, draw the foul, Maybe get the good roll into the bucket. Use the square. Get, get, use the glass. Get it in the bucket. Get the roll. Get the foul. That's all going to create points on the board. And they weren't doing We didn't see that early on from Mason Holman. Maybe he was Tim. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know why the young man, you know, he great player. Hell, he scored 14 tonight. Great player. Take the ball in the hole. Have confidence in your ability to play. He, you know, he shot the ball from the outside. You know, Blake Whitmore, Whit, Whitmire, excuse me underneath posting up picture perfect from a coaching standpoint you're not going to get that any better i'd have been tickled if i was coach meals of how wittenmeyer was posting up and we got to get the ball to the big man when he gets his hand in the air we got to get the ball to him we did several times and look what they did they scored can't shut that down got it what's working what's working has to be continue you can't stop doing that if you're going to win the game just about do it for us here tonight. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball on both WFOB and WBBI. Big thank you, as always, to our producer back at the studio, Bart Wilson, doing, of course, the Lord's work. And thank you to Elmwood Athletic Director Kevin Wolf for allowing us to come here and broadcast tonight here from our courtside position here at Elmwood. Matt, any uh, any thoughts uh, before we go? I don't know. Where's our next game at? It's curious. I had to look at the schedule. I should look at the um, schedule. I believe next Friday, or now it'll be a minute because next Friday you have your concert. Correct. So then Can't it'll go. be it'll be the week following. So yes. it might be right back here that game, yeah. Elmwood against uh, PG. Pando- Pandora Gilboa. In a couple yeah. of weeks. That should be a good game. You know, Pandora Gilboa is you know leading the BBC conference right now. I believe is that true? Uh, I th- believe yeah. they're they're tied with Liberty Benton. Tied with Liberty Benton, yes. So that you know. If I see the, inten- the good intensity from Elmwood, like they had here tonight, 
I think they can hang with PG. I really do. You know, Pandora's a big powerhouse. We've seen them play many times. Love watching that team play. But, uh, you know, they got to stay. Elmwood's got to stay with them with the intensity. They just have to. I'm a big defensive coach. When I coach defense, defense, defense. Defense wins games. And that's what and I, I truly hope McComb sees that in the fourth quarter because I love the distribution of scoring. They should have won the game with that distribution. I don't think or Elmwood had that distribution. Lentz had 20. What, did he have 20 tonight? Yeah, Lentz had 20. Behringer had eight. I believe Traxler had about six or seven. I didn't mm -hmm. see before the scoreboard turned off. So they, they allowed on, Elmwood relied on, you know, Lentz to have a big night, which he did. You know, he had 20 points. That's a, that's a, that's a big night. 20 points against Liberty Benton. So consistent. That's good. This is Lance Morris signing off here from Elmwood. Thank you for listening to our coverage of high school basketball. Our final score, Elmwood 58, Macomb 44. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. It's time for... All right, let's go. That's right, time to go. This has been High School Basketball on Classic Hits 96.7 WBBI. And online on WBBI.com. High School Basketball has been brought to you by... Blanchard Valley Health System, Cooper Service, Warner Automotive, Frickers... Roto-Rooter. By Iron Workers Local 55, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, Grip. By MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Schaefer's. By Snyder's Flooring Outlet, Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us next time for another great matchup of high school basketball. Finished. Finito. High School Basketball is a production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.